you. Are they specific? Some of you shouldn't be hot because you're not wearing any clothes. We'll talk about that later. Who could I be talking to? Um, I'm so glad that each of you are here to celebrate Christmas and our last Pride Night of the year. 2019 has gone by extremely fast. So what? The decade went by extremely fast. So when we think about Christmas, something that brings a lot of people excitement, like my son when we took him in the car to look at this kind of stuff, is Christmas lights. How many of you guys enjoy Christmas lights? I got some pictures of some Christmas lights I'm going to share with you. So there's like classy Christmas lights. You know, you do it some Christmas, but not a lot of Christmas. This next photo, it's a little less classy, but it's still nice. And then there's some people that take Christmas to the extreme, like this photo. Like you can't tell exactly what's going on in this photo. And then like this last photo here. There's just a lot, like a giant inflatable Santa that's almost taller than your house. And when you think about Christmas lights, this is a discussion that could potentially cause a lot of tension and fights amongst friends. How many of you, your Christmas tree at your house just has white lights on it? Just white lights, like your purest white Christmas lights only. All of you, We'll get to heaven and get a Chick-fil-A sandwich once you get there. I'm just kidding. I believe that Christmas trees should only have white lights on them. How many of you believe that your Christmas tree has like all kinds of lights on them? All colors, all... How many of you don't care as long as your Christmas tree has presents underneath them for you? When you put it that way, what about this? How many of you put candles in your windows at Christmas time? You want to put candles? Maybe your grandma puts candles. My grandma puts candles in her windows at Christmas time. Don't really understand that. How many of you got inflatables in front of your house? Big inflatables. Maybe you got a big Snoopy. Maybe you got a big, I don't know what other. Woodstock. So when you think about Christmas decoration, there's lots of things that can get you into the Christmas spirit. If you're anything like me, you enjoy Christmas time because of all of the great fun festivities that happen around it. Maybe your family has traditions of decorating sugar cookies or building gingerbread houses. Some of that stuff that we get to do a little bit here together. But what I want to talk about just for a little bit is Christmas spirit. Everyone say Christmas spirit. So at the beginning of the season, that Christmas spirit seems to be everywhere. Christmas brings out the kindness and generosity in us. Think about it. Some of you have already been sharing gifts with each other. Some of you have been ringing the bell for the Salvation Army at Sam's Club. Saw some of you out there doing that. Some of you have been going the extra mile and doing nice things because the Christmas season and Christmas spirit brings kindness and generosity to us. 
You see, there was actually a scientific study that showed that generosity is tied to having a happier life. And that scientific study that they did showed that the happiest people in the world are the most generous people. So if you think about it, the people that are pure happy, have pure joy, are some of the most generous people that you will ever meet in the world. But see, we tend to attach generosity to this specific time of year. No one's really generous in July. It's your birthday, so you get presents, but are you generous to other people? Like, is there something about Thanksgiving leading up to December, Christmas, that this season, that makes people generous? You see, generosity goes from being something at the front of our minds in the holiday season to something that we barely have any brain space for at all at the end of December. Every commercial you see, my favorite commercials at this time of year are Publix. Chick-fil-A has a really cool commercial out right now about being generous and what it means to spend time together as a family or to spend time together as a friend group. You see, we tend to attach generosity to specific times of year, and so when we take all of our Christmas lights down and we take all of our Christmas decorations down, that one or one and a half weeks that you have between Christmas and going back to school in January, your brain starts to rush and you're thinking about the new class schedule that you have, all the new stuff that you have to do to get ready for school. If you're a senior, you're thinking about how you only have a couple or a few months left before you graduate and potentially move away from home. You see, the world rushes back in, and we're not reminded of the season that we just came out of, which is a season that we're called to be generous and kind to each other. You see, generosity goes from being something in the front of our minds in the holiday season to something we barely talk about. And around this time, we like to talk about the Christmas story. I would venture to say that almost every person in this room has heard the Christmas story. We're going to take a little bit different look at it tonight. So in the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, particularly Matthew, it tells the Christmas story in a lot of details. It tells you how Mary, this virgin that was not married, had an angel come to her and told her that she was going to have a child. And then her husband, Joseph, was going to not marry Mary, 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 because... She was pregnant and he didn't understand. So then an angel went to Joseph and was like, dude, calm down. It's okay. It's Jesus. And so at the same time, they were living in this very toxic culture where everyone is trying to kill the baby that's not yet born. So they set off on this journey across the country. And what we see is a lot of what some people have as big blow-ups in their yard, or you might have it on your kitchen table or around your Christmas tree. It's this pretty little nativity scene where there's a baby and a manger and people and angels and shepherds and wise men that came from far around it. John takes a completely different look at the Christmas story. So let's look at it tonight. It said, in John 1, verses 4 through 5, it says, The Word gave life, that gave life to everything that was created, and has in His life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. 
So, what John is telling us, what does Jesus' birth mean to us? It means that when Jesus showed up on the scene, he gave us life. So remember last week, if you were here, we studied John 1, 1, where it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And we discovered that the Word there was Jesus. So in this verse, it says, The Word, or Jesus, gave life to everything that was created. Everything that we could ever imagine our hope for was created by Jesus. We can't rush past that. It means that when Jesus showed up on the scene, he gave us light. Light to be able to see what God was like. So if you want to know what God is like, we have to look to Jesus. So if you want to know what God is like, we have to look to Jesus. See, John focused on understanding why Jesus said the things that he said. Not just writing down the historical facts of what was happening. John was focused on, Jesus said this, but why did Jesus say this particular thing? So in 1 John 3.16 it says, We know what real love is because Jesus gave up his life for us. So we also ought to give up our lives for our brothers and sisters. You see, John tells us what Jesus, the light of the world, looks like. You see, Jesus is sacrificial, giving, and generous. So John said that what it looks like, what Jesus and God looks like, is sacrificing something, giving more, and being generous. You see, Jesus was the light of the world because he gave generously and he didn't hold anything back when it came to us. Ultimately, if you know the story of Jesus, he goes on after being born a baby, grows up, starts teaching in a temple, and ultimately goes to the cross to die on the, dies on the cross for our sins. So everything that we do that is disobedient or disobeys God. I think Jesus can be one of the most generous people that we know. There's also a passage in the book of Matthew that's probably one of Jesus' most well-known sermons, and it goes like this. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see, so that everyone will praise your Heavenly Father. You see, it's a word that has shown up a lot today. Did you catch it? Jesus, on the side of a mountain, preaching to a crowd of curious people. Anytime Jesus would come into a town, thousands upon thousands of people would show up. And he's standing there, preaching to these people, and he's telling them that they are light, not because of the status that they have, not because of their positions on a sports team, not because of their titles in clubs or in organizations, but they're light because of him. So when we become Christians and accept Jesus to be our Savior, our Lord and our Savior, we become the light that Jesus talks about in Matthew 5. If, you, if we were ever to be like Jesus, we need to live like Jesus. So we must ask ourselves, how did Jesus live? And I would say that he lived generously. He lived for every opportunity to use what he had to benefit other people. He used every opportunity to use what he had to benefit other people. Jesus was never worried about what he could do for others. 
in hopes that he could get something back from them. I don't know about you, but I've been there, and I've had friends that treated me this way, and I've unfortunately treated friends that way, where I would do something nice for them, hoping that they would do something nice back. So last week we talked about gift giving, and sometimes we try to one-up each other in our gift giving, so I might give you a big gift, hoping that you will give me a big gift back. Like your birthday in July, you might give your friend a gift, hoping that they give you a gift back in July. You see, Jesus did not just what was convenient for him. He didn't do it just when people were watching. So Jesus was a man of integrity. Not during the time of the year when it would be expected. So Jesus wasn't just generous in the month of December. Um, he lived generously all the time because it was in his nature to do so. And the same can be true about us. You see, if you want to light the way for others, you have to love them like Jesus. If you want to light the way for others, you have to love them like Jesus. And last week we talked about how, for some people, the holiday season is not a very fun time of year. It reminds you of a lot of pain that has happened inside of your life. It reminds you of relatives that are no longer there to celebrate Christmas with you. And it might remind you of just how much in some ways, you think you're not as blessed or well off as other people because other people are getting nicer Christmas presents than you are. But God reminds us that in this season, we're called to be generous. And if we want to light the way for others, we need to love them like Jesus. So what does that look like? We can be generous with our money. You can go over to Sam's Club and donate some money in the red kettle to Salvation Army. You can find out one of your favorite nonprofits or a passion point that you have and donate money to it. You can donate money to missionaries. Um, and you could do something that might sound a little crazy. You could save money, and when your friend's having a bad day, use that money to buy them something nice to cheer them up. You can also be generous with your time. So we talked about volunteering a little bit. So volunteering with the Salvation Army, ringing bells, um, you can volunteer at Renew. A lot of you got your tacky Christmas sweaters from Renew. I know Holly is always looking for volunteers over there. You can volunteer by tutoring a student or a kid that's younger than you are in a subject that you do well in and they don't. And you can also be generous with our praise. You can be generous with your praise. So you can build people up with your words instead of tearing them down. So if you're at the fall retreat, we spend a lot of time in November doing that, building people up with our words, speaking life over them instead of tearing them down because we learned that the power of life and death is in the tongue. So if you want to light the way for others, love them like Jesus. And you see, at Christmas we remember that God led the way by giving us his son. God started all of this by being generous with us and showing us the life. And that's exactly what he's calling us to do this holiday season. He's calling us to not just remember the things that he's done for us, but he's calling us to take those things that we remember and to live them out. To be generous with everyone that we come in contact with, whether or not your family annoys you, whether or not you get the Christmas presents you want or not. He's calling us to be generous. 
And so we're going to end tonight a little differently. The band's not going to come back up because we're going to transition to eat. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to pray for all of us, and then I'll tell you your next step. So let me pray. God, I thank you for Jesus. I thank you that you sent him as a baby so many years ago to die on the cross for my sins, to die on the cross for every person's sin that's in this room. And like we learned last week, there was nothing that we could do that would have changed the course of history where Jesus wouldn't have came and died for our sins. And there's also nothing that we can do to earn the love of God. You love us no matter what, even when we do wrong, even when we're selfish. God, as we're heading and marching towards um, Christmas, I pray that you continue to bring up thoughts of generosity to us. That you would encourage us to find ways to be generous to everyone that's around us. Whether it's going the extra mile and helping our parents with our siblings, or it's going the extra mile this week with finals and helping other students study, that you would just help us to be kind and to show people your love by the little random acts of kindness that we do. And God, as we get ready to go eat and play some games and have some fun, I pray that you keep everyone safe, that you bless the food to the nourishment of our bodies, and that we would just have a great time and all go home safely. And I pray all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen.